At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are off. Welcome into the program. This is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss along with Adam Hill. Paulie is out for the entire week. And we are originating live, as always, from downtown Las Vegas. Circuit Resort and Casino is your spot. Coming up on today's program in 30 minutes, college football better. And uh, handicapper Paul Stone is going to join the program. We will preview two conferences today with Paul, the MAC and Conference USA. Uh, Craig Button, former NHL executive. He was the GM of the Calgary Flames uh, back around 2000. He is now the uh, analyst and director of scouting at TSN on the Seattle Kraken expansion draft last night. And Mike Palm, the maestro. Thursdays with the maestro coming up in two hours. Of course, VP of operations here of uh, at Circa and the host of the Nuts on VSIN. Okay, so I think we need to begin with uh, this first segment. I find it really fascinating what we're going to be talking about. Right? You didn't think we'd be talking about I it. I didn't think so. I did not think so, but we are. But I want to begin with an opportunity out there. We are a betting network, right? So sure. we try to tip off people to you know, what we think could be you know, some plus EV bets, good opportunities. Did you realize, Adam, that yesterday in certain states uh, where William Hill and Bet Rivers are available, the point total on the Seattle Kraken before the draft last night at William Hill was 70 and a half. That was out here in Nevada, actually. I think in other states like Illinois, it may, may have been even lower, oh. like around 66 and a half. That was a number where it was out here in Las Vegas for a while before they shifted to 70 and a half, right? 
Well, it was pointed out to me, one of our viewers, thank you, by the way, for sending this in, um, on Twitter, at ClassyKJ12, sent me a screen grab of his Bet Rivers app. At the same time, the Kraken were available at 70 and a half. Bet Rivers was offering 94 and a half. That's quite a difference. How often, right, in today's age, do we find a possible middle of 24 points? Not often, but I, I think it is getting more and more. That's why we talk about the importance of shopping all the time. Of course. Um, just because you never know what's out there. I mean, I think you can you can look at a number and say 70 and a half. Oh, that's, I saw three or four books all, all around 70 and a half. That's probably going to be the number. And usually it is going to be somewhere in that same neighborhood, but it's always so important to just check around as many outs as you possibly have, uh, whatever place you can get down and find those numbers. Because even if you don't like, you know, even if you don't like the, the Kraken at a certain number, even if you don't have an opinion on where they're going to be, well, that over 70 and a half and under 94 and a half is a bet that you almost have to make. Almost have to. Yeah. It, it, it take both sides. If they fall somewhere in between, you know, that, that's, that's the kind of stuff you live for as a better. Absolutely. Uh, no question. I mean, if you can get that every single day of the week, oh. <laughs> come on. We'd all be retired. Yeah. No, okay, listen, so- I, I know there's people that are only in, the, they only want to bet because they want to watch a game and they want to have some money on the game and they only want, and, and we understand that. I, I get course. that completely. But if you are in this to make a profit, to try to figure out you know the best ways to use your money uh, to your advantage uh, and to make a profit off sports, which you love to watch anyway, uh, these are the kind of opportunities you just can't pass up. I mean, if you made, and by the way, right now, this morning, Bet Rivers is down to 89 and a half. Still? And I, still a 19 point middle that you're looking at right there. Last night, 24 points. But this is the kind of thing where, and, and, and maybe you love the over 70 and a half and you're a little, you know, gun shy on the under 94 and a half. You expect them to be really good. But this is something where you could make both bets and then just forget about it. Oh, yeah. Just to- totally, because you're either going to pretty much break even, you'll lose maybe a little bit on the VIG, or you're going to be set up for this beautiful middle spot that doesn't come around like if ever anymore. And you just you enjoy the season is what you do. Yeah, and Get even back if you, and relax. Even if you want to take a stance, even if you like either, even if you very much like either the over seventy and a half or under ninety four and a half, even if you love one side more than the other, sure. And you don't just want to try to middle it, you could bet more on the one that you like. Spot on. And right. Just try like for that little bit to get that middle. Like mm-hmm. those, th- th- those chances are just not out there enough. Now it's going to happen more and more. The more places open up, the more books are open, the more outlets that you have to get your money down. These things are going to happen more and more. Uh, but, you know, for right now, you don't see them often enough. And when you do, you have to pounce on I them. think you really do, right? You just you, you make both bets again, and then, you know, you, you enjoy the hockey season. You probably have it in the back of your mind. And you know what? When it's October and November, you probably open up, like, your app. And you're like, oh, that's right. I have both of them here. How am I doing? You know, attract the number right now that they have. In fact, I'm going to uh, look on here online and book a flight right now. Yes, <laughs> right. Once you lock it in, once you go and look at flights <laughs> yes. to where Bet Rivers and William Hill are both located so we can lock in, in this bet on the uh, Seattle Kraken and – Welcome into the program. This is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss and Adam Hill live downtown Las Vegas at Circa Resort and Casino. That is your spot. We began opening in, uh, today's show talking about the Seattle Kraken and their point total, how it's all over the map. Yesterday at William Hill, 70.5 was the point total out here in Las Vegas. 94.5 was their point total at Bet Rivers in certain states. And uh, the yes no prop, and here, here's the deal, right? If you go back four years ago, uh, books are definitely dialing it back with the numbers that you're going to find on this team. For example, the yes-no prop for them to make the playoffs, the yes is plus 115. The no is around minus 140. 
if you will recall, I mean, some books who just assumed the Golden Knights were going to be god-awful in 2017, they opened up, I, I believe tickets were available at 200-1 to 1 to win their division. Yes. Right? Yeah, and, th and there was still, I, I mean, I thought, you know, it, two months into the season when they were still playing really well, they were at the top right. of the division, I was still looking for ways to fade them to potentially go to the playoffs. I still thought there was some question marks with that team. Turned out, they were legit, they were good, they carried it all the way through. Yep. Um, but this is a different era, and and what we saw out of the, out of the Kraken is that a lot of teams learned a lot of lessons from that Golden Knights team, but here's the other factor. We talked about this yesterday. We'll talk about it a lot probably leading up to the season. The Kraken have a massive benefit of coming into the league and playing in a terrible division. They absolutely do. Were you uh, scratching your head at who, which players they were selecting last night? I know a lot, a lot a of people. Bit. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, I you know, I don't uh, admittedly cover you know covering the Golden Knights and being in that world. You know, I cover the Raiders far more right. than I cover the Knights. But covering the Golden Knights and being in that world, like you're caught up very much in the Knights and in their division, especially this year where all the teams stayed in their division. They didn't leave their division at all during the season, so you really didn't get to see those other teams as much. You didn't get to see the bottom of the rosters in particular. So there's a lot of a lot of players that I think were still a bit of a mystery. Uh, but uh, just even listening to some other people, I was surprised at some of the players that were taken. Um, but I also feel like, and, and I can't wait uh, to talk to Craig a little bit later on just to get his thoughts on it, but I, I just feel like there was a lot of deals that they thought were going to be on the table that just weren't. And some of the players that were t selected were like, okay, well, this is part of a deal. And it turns out they may not have been. Right, so, right. Uh, a lot of mystery to, uh, to who the Kraken selected, and um, definitely we'll delve more and more into that uh, as the days and weeks go on, but we'll get into it uh, quite a bit here on the show today as well. Days like today are uh, really fun to me because we're on – Live, you know, very early, 4 o'clock out here Pacific time. We rarely, if ever, have sporting events going on. When we do, it's an absolute treat. So now with the Olympics, for a couple of weeks, we're going to have stuff going on when we're live on the air. And uh, I know the, uh, the lighting of the torch, the actual games begin on Friday night when they get the ceremonies, which is always a cool watch. And you and I love the Olympics. We watch it every single year. You're involved in some soccer bets today. But some of the numbers, and by the way, you've actually suffered a really bad beat. Oh. Uh, in the Olympic soccer world that we'll tell you about here in a second. But some of these numbers coming in, the Spain-Egypt game was a draw. That was more than plus $5. Right. Spain was a massive favorite, so the draw plus $5 comes in at nil-nil. How about Mexico? They were a huge dog against France. They wiped them out 4-1. to it was 4-1. It was still going on. I think that was the final. I think Okay, uh, I'll double-check that. I think, I think yeah. there was like two minutes left in stoppage time when last we saw it. But 4-1 to yep. one was the score. And yeah, Mexico, a, a, a pretty big dog. They, they were plus uh, 340. Yeah, insane. Am I looking at this right? Was this your bad beat? New oh. Zealand beat South Korea 1-0, and they were plus 622 here at Circa? Yeah, and I actually had, so uh, South Korea listed at minus 185. Again, we talked about shopping art. I actually right. got a much better number uh, on South Korea than that. Uh, South Korea had the first 10 shot attempts of the game. Shots on goal. <laughs> 10 to 0. Possession was like 80 to 20. New Zealand essentially just went into a shell and said, we're just going to defend on our back heels the entire game. Uh, and it worked out for him because it was 0-0 about the 70. I'm trying to remember. It was about the 73rd, 74th minute. Uh, New Zealand scores. It's ruled no goal offside. I was like, oh, thank goodness. Still have, a still have a shot. They go to VAR. And as soon as they showed the first replay, I was like, oh, no. It's a goal. This is a goal. And uh, VAR overturns it, calls it a goal. And uh, New Zealand goes on to the one nothing victory. And again, Actually, I'll say, I think it was one nothing Again, I... Turned the TV off in disgust. In I bet. The 88th minute. I bet. But I think it was one nothing final. And uh, man, that was frustrating. They, they completely dominated the ball. That's, you know, listen, sometimes you're, it's going to happen. I mean, you're going to have the right handicap, the wrong result. How many times did that happen in the NHL playoffs? 
the ice was tilted for a certain team a lot, like for a majority of the game or for like, you know, one period and it was like 20 shots on goal to two. No, they have no, nothing to show for and it. Does, listen, I, I, I bet soccer a lot, so I understand like this happens a lot. And it was part sure. of the strategy. They were, they, were, they were playing a show. They were like, hey, go ahead and take possession and take as many shots as you want. We're going to stop you. South Korea had a couple of really good opportunities that they just didn't get a foot on at all around the net. And uh, it was just frustrating. It's frustrating to watch. And a lot of times, often, also, when you do have a game like that and when you have a team like South Korea that's dominating the ball like that, if they're not able to score like that, you are going to see a goal the other way. It's just oh, they, that's get, the way they it get goes. frustrated. They get yeah. um, they get too aggressive and they try to take advantage too much of too many opportunities. And uh, you're going to get a counter. And that's what happened for New Zealand. Good good performance. Good game plan. Good performance by them. Still shocked that they were able to do it, but they did. Australia is uh, playing Argentina as we speak. It's uh, one nil Australia in the 41st minute. They were plus 588 here in it's, the three way. It is insane. The bombs that are coming in this morning. That's in the Olympic soccer tournament. We have three, I would say, rather substantial dogs are ready to cash. In Australia, it was almost six dollars here. And keep in mind, uh, for those that are going to bet that weren't maybe you weren't planning on betting soccer, but now you're like, oh, they're on. I'm up. I might yep. as well bet some of these games. It's not the full national teams that are here. It's mostly the under twenty three teams. In this case, it's the under twenty four team because it was the under twenty three team that was eligible when the Olympics started, which was a year ago. So now it's a year delayed. So it's essentially an under-24 team. And then you get three senior members of your team that you can assign. Uh, you saw, like, Mexico had Ochoa and Net. Uh, he's their longtime veteran keeper. So you can you can play around with those lineups a little bit and, and put who you want in there. Uh, New Zealand put Wood in, who is their, you know, their top goal scorer on their senior national team. Uh, he plays in the Premier League. Really, really good player. He's the one that scored the goals. There so you go. Good job by them and strategy of who you take. But, yeah, keep in mind, if, if you're looking for some of the players that you're used to seeing – uh, it's not really the full senior national teams that are. Yep. Adam, we've known each other for, what, 20 years? At least. So if you go back to the 2004 Olympic Games, right? I, I recall this when USA, the men's basketball team, the, the makeup of the team was like Stefan Marbury, Ellen Iverson. It wasn't like the best USA team they've ever assembled, right? And so I can recall where we would set our plans. Hey, I'll meet you at this because Las Vegas is a 24-hour town. So we would make plans to go meet at a bar at like 3 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning to go watch Team USA. And we're like, oh, my God, they are. They were struggling. And they might not win gold, and they didn't that year in 2004. Uh, you, we could not bet legally here in Nevada no. on the Olympic Games back then. No. We can now. Oh, yeah. Okay. Not everything. Not everything. But if the, there's judges, you really can't get it. it yeah. it's, it's kind of mixed of what you can and can't bet. But basketball games, soccer games, that sort of thing, you definitely can. Sure. And the betting menus out here in Nevada have gotten bigger and bigger and bigger over the years, which is a great thing to see. Um, so at what point, and I, and I will say this, like there's a reason why Team USA is around a $4 favorite. In fact, I saw as low as minus 320 to win yeah. gold in USA hoops. And it goes all the way back to 1992. Right when when they when Team USA put together the dream team and they absolutely killed everybody they they put together and it's the best team of all time, you know, and probably in any sport. And so that eventually made the world become better at basketball. Sure. And as the NBA has uh, expanded and grown globally, you see. I mean, it's been an international sport now in, at, at this level in the American you know version, the NBA, for a long, long time. And superstars have been coming over for twenty plus years now. But there's a reason why they're not like 1-50 to 50 to win or whatever they were back then sure. and beating Angola by 400 points if they wanted to, right? I was, I was at one of those blowouts in 96, by the way, in Atlanta. Oh, you went to one of them? Oh, yeah. It was uh, fun at the Georgia Dome. Fun. They win by like 50? I, it was, yeah, it was, it was a blowout. It, yeah. was, it wasn't a fun game to watch for sure. So, 
and we all know now they've been struggling here leading up to the Olympic Games. They've had a couple of losses. They haven't had their full allotment of players. Uh, you know, Middleton, Holiday, Booker going to go over there and join them to make them beefed up a little bit and have, you know, I think they were playing. They, at one point, they had like six guys ready to go. You know, and they're like, okay, now who are we going to add? And they had like nine, and now they're going to, you know, get a little bit better. But it's, it's like what we saw with the freak and what he did in the NBA Finals. Because of what happened in 1992, a guy like that is like, I want to play this sport. Yeah, and, and, and I think certainly the Dream Team had a lot to do with that. I don't think there's any question the yeah. Dream Team, like, globally uh, got kids interested in basketball that maybe had never even seen basketball before or heard of it and seen it a little bit. I'm like, oh, I want to be like those guys. Let's not show, as much as I am not a Jordan guy, and I mean that by like comparison to, like, to LeBron and some other guys, like, I'm not a Jordan is the greatest all-time guy, clearly. Um, let's give credit to Michael Jordan for being a guy that also, he was part of that. For sure. But for Jordan individually, that was a global phenomenon. Oh my God, he was Michael Jackson. Right. So it's like, let, let's not shortchange him individually in addition to the, the dream team and, and inspiring a lot of kids worldwide to become interested in playing basketball, to want to yeah. play basketball, to want to be really good at it. And we're seeing you know, the result of that, not only with Giannis winning uh, the NBA title and, and you know, uh, all the European players that have come in and players from around the world, but certainly how good some of these teams are around the world. Yeah, I, I, I would say for years. You, if you took like a picture, a headshot of any person in the world and you were like in some random remote country and you just showed the locals there a picture of anybody, like any celebrity, who they recognize, for like 10 years I said it would either be Michael Jordan or Michael Jackson. Out of anybody in the world, that's who they would recognize. Like two of the biggest icons ever, right? I mean, yeah. at their absolute primes Tyson? and at their peak. Maybe Tyson. He would have been probably on that list as well. Um, but because of that, again, and now you know, you're hearing a bunch of people make the case for Australia. They were 20-1 to 1 to win the thing in uh, men's U.S. Uh, basketball. Now they're down to like 7-8-1. to 1. I think South Point still has 10-1. to 1. You're looking at some of the odds right here at plus 750. Um, at what point does it actually become a good bet on USA to win this thing? I think we're there. I th that's what I was going to say. I think maybe like $3, 320 is probably the range. I mean, uh, when it first opened, before the exhibition losses, I saw like $7. Yeah. Uh, I think it settled in in most spots around minus $6. Um, we're seeing 320 there. I saw three dollars the other day. Um, I think at three dollars, the U.S. has value. I, they are still the best team. Mm -hmm. Listen, are they definitely going to win? No, that's why it's three dollars and not right. minus three thousand. Uh, but I do feel they're the best team. I I feel like they have the best chance, and I feel like they're going to get better and better as this tournament goes on. So unless you knock them out in the group play and you get get them out of there, uh, I wouldn't want to be playing this team once it gets to the medal round. Yeah, neither would I. And by the way, this this tweet from uh, Charles Pierce really. Kind of like, it struck home and like, yeah, you know what, he's probably spot on with this. When he tweeted out yesterday, or uh, I should say, what was it, Tuesday night when the Bucks won? Pierce tweeted out, pause for a moment to remember all the people who wept and wailed at the Dream Team sullying of the Olympic de uh, ideal in 1992. All that team did was inspire a lot of kids from other countries like, say, Greece to get really good at basketball. And, he, and when I saw that, I'm like, he's 100% spot on. And that's why we have guys like Giannis come over. That's why Dirk, Dirk was... He's one of the what, best 25, 30 players of all time. Luca. Luca Again, people think he could be like a top three, top five player ever. Yeah, I, I think there's no question. And then there's a generation of kids, and there's going to continue to be more generations of kids. Like, this is not a phenomenon or like a fad. This no, is going God, to no. be the case. You're going to see more and more amazing athletes playing basketball all around the world, and even kids that maybe one day would have played soccer. We talk about that in America all the time. Oh, kids now are playing soccer that would have played football or basketball. Well, around the world, it's kind of the other way. Kids that would have played soccer and been stars in soccer 
are now playing basketball or other sports and, and trying to get better, mostly basketball, I think, uh-huh. and uh, and getting better and better and making the countries around the world better and better, and, and the game is better for it. I'm glad that you tie that in because uh, you are a huge soccer net. Is it a soccer nut? Is it your favorite sport? College, probably, college hoops? College hoops is still my favorite sport, uh-huh. but I think one of, the, one of the reasons I love soccer is that I can actually, like, I'm so involved in covering and betting and all these other things, and I bet a lot of soccer, but it's like the one sport where I don't have, like, any ties to it in terms of work and i'm just like okay i, I can really enjoy this and uh-huh. settle in on a saturday or sunday morning and watch a uh, premier league or watch you know international soccer um i'm fired up for the the quarterfinals of the gold cup coming up it's gonna be great four four games saturday and sunday it's uh-huh. gonna be awesome so where are you at with the men's team then the u.s team yes i mean the, well this team that's at the gold cup the roster is kind of trash i mean it's not it's not it's for what we could be <laughs> they're a good team i shouldn't say that uh compared to what we could put on the field okay we did not put the best roster out on the, on the field i should say um I'm, i like some of these young players i like mm-hmm. how they're getting uh they're getting experience they're getting better and better um i do believe oof, 2026 you want to get nuts they should they should contend for a semifinal berth in the world cup in 2026 that far yeah realistically those expectations should be placed on the team yeah this is this is the generation, the generation that's four years away, five, I guess five years away now. Yeah. Um, that is, this is the generation. Of, I know people have been saying this for a long time. They, there is no reason that team shouldn't compete for a semifinal berth. And if they do, it's going to be a disappointment. What if? They well, don't? you got to, you got to wait. They, they, they could be involved in the group of death. Sure, you don't know what the draws. Of course, be. You yeah. know how it's going to work out. Yeah, but that that is the target date. That's when they should be arriving. Like okay. there should be a lot of excitement about American soccer. And then at that point, you're saying that globally speaking, they should be a contender for years moving forward. Well, you As don't, I mean, you don't can, know. It, it kind of goes in cycles. You know, yeah, it does. See, it's, you, see, you know, it's it like I just thought of the um, when that team from out here in Las Vegas made the uh, Little League World Series. Sure. Everybody said this is not even the best team in Las Vegas yeah. right now. Like they're going to get better. And did they ever make it back? Uh, no, they've been close. Yeah, a couple of close calls. Never, never, never made it that you know that far though. And th- crazy things can happen. I know well, it's a weird, maybe a weird analogy, but you also you also look at like there's some real superstar players in Major League Baseball right now that came out of Las Vegas. Yeah, from Chris Bryant to Bryce Harper to you know Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo. So, like that generation of players in Las Vegas was was pretty amazing. It was, yeah, for it was, sure. It was a good wave of, of baseball players. But yeah, I think soccer wise, and uh, listen, I know this is not nothing new. People keep saying, well, four years from now. U.S. soccer, I know. but it really, should Watch be, out. it really should be the 2026 World Cup is when they should arrive. By the way, you do have a bet coming up, right? It's uh, in 10 minutes, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Brazil's going to take on Germany. This is a really good matchup on paper. What do you have? Uh, I got Germany plus a half, uh, minus 110. I know I saw minus 120 here yeah. at Circa. Um, I think that's about the number that's out there available right now. I, it's nothing I love, love. I like South Korea a lot more, and we saw how that turned out earlier this morning. Hmm. Um, but I do think, think Germany is going to be able to... Uh, to keep it even and uh, maybe even win late, but I'll take the plus I have. All right. Email is always open. It's FTM at vcin.com. FTM for follow the money at vcin.com. You can also send us a tweet at vcin live. Is that how we're saying it nowadays? You can send us a tweet or you can tweet at us. Tweet at us? At vcin live at Mitch Moss Radio. He is at Adam Hill LV RJ. We'll preview the Mac and Conference USA with Paul Stone coming up in about 12 minutes. And up next, yes, no Major League Baseball playoff props. There are a few games up in the wild card standings. Their yes number is minus 115, and I think they make a move before the deadline. We'll run it down for you coming up next.
at Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare zumo play is your destination for endless entertainment with a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels movies and full tv series you'll easily find something to watch right away and the best part it's all free love music get lost in the 90s with iheart 90s dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iheart radio music channels no logins no signups no accounts no hassle so what are you waiting for start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and google play stores today all you can stream with zumo play Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The VSIN football betting guides are coming soon, and there is no better way to prepare for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Each guide is only 20 bucks, and discounts are available when you buy both. Now is the time to reserve your copy or sign up for VSIN All Access and get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up today at vsin.com slash subscribe. Uh, one email I wanted to relay before we get to uh, yes, no playoff props in Major League Baseball. This is from Doug uh, regarding the show yesterday. Sent in an email, FTM at VEASAN.com, Adam, who said, um, I have been an enthusiastic fan of the USWNT since the early 90s. I heard the results on your show and was baffled. I watched 31 minutes on replay, and that's all I could take. They were listless. So what's the problem? I hope they wake up along with their coach. Well, I think they will. First of all, I mean, I think they're going to wake up on on their own by playing New Zealand, which uh-huh. is a, a huge benefit to not have a famous last words. They'll lose the game, right? But uh, to not have a difficult opponent in the next game, I think is a, a really good benefit for them uh, to get right and get healthy before they play Australia, which will be much tougher. Um, I, I would agree. I think listless is the right word. Like they, they went over there like the game didn't matter. Like it was another exhibition game. And it doesn't make sense because they were playing against, you know, one of the best teams in the world. It just so happens that they were in their group Sweden, number five in the world, one of the five best teams in the entire world you have to open the tournament with, and they did not look like they are ready to start the tournament. Yep. So I would be concerned if I was also a, you know, USWMT, 
N T. Yeah, fan? it's tricky. Uh, if I was a women's national team fan, I would be concerned about it. But I do think that they bounce back and get a massive win in the next game. All right, yes-no playoff props up in Major League Baseball. Um, of the teams that are available to bet on and the numbers that are available, I think maybe the number one team that stood out to me, uh, the Oakland A's, the yes-no is minus 115 on the yes, minus 105 on the no. They're three and a half games up on the M's. Um, they have a, what is it, three and a half game lead on the Yankees in the wild card they're a cut two and a half back of Tampa Bay for the number one overall wild card slot, and they are three games back of the Astros, who I think the Astros will win that division. But the A's, we we know about the A's like every single year. They they're cockroaches. They linger around. You can't kill them until the playoffs, right? And they're a threat. And I also do think that they're going to be players before the deadline. In fact, I was reading a story yesterday. Like Nelson Cruz is probably going to be available from the Minnesota Twins, right? And Nelson Cruz is a guy who's going to be exclusively a DH. So, you know, if you exclude the NL teams for the sake of this, uh, you know, d- discussion, which AL teams make the most sense? Well, his contract is up. And the Oakland A's are a team that will give up a prospect or two to get a guy who they don't have to re-sign at the end of the year. That's been their mission forever sure. right, with Billy Bean. So if they add a guy like that, they have, you know, I'm not going to call it a comfy lead because, my God, it's not even August yet. But that's a team that I know is going to be around, and they're $1.15. I don't, yeah. I don't mind that. Yeah, I, I don't mind that either. Um, I, I just You start looking around and saying, well, where's it going to come from? Because you think the Astros are going to win the division, so do I. Um, especially if, you know, I, I think that they're going to even be, play better than they have been uh, down the stretch. So I like, I like what they're doing. So I think they win that division. And now you're playing for the, for the wild cards, and you start to look around. The Yankees would be concerning me if I was the A's. Because the Yankees yeah. have been, they have played terrible Yep. And they're right there. And now they're playing better. One, they've won four out of five. They've won four straight series. They're starting to kind of dominate those those series a little bit. So I would look around and say, oh, the Yankees, if they actually play well, they're already in the mix without playing well. Well, that, that's the team certainly you have to be concerned about right. the most, right? Can the A's catch the Rays? Because the Rays and the A's are essentially the exact same organization, just on opposite coasts. Yeah. I mean, they, they pretty much are. I mean, you can't get rid of the Rays ever. So, But the A's are only two and a half back, so they could leapfrog the Rays, and then it could come down to, can the, can the Rays hold off the Yankees at that point? Yeah, so you're looking at two of, two of three of those to make the playoffs, um, and who do you have the most faith in? Um, oddly enough, I think I have the most faith in the A's. I think, I think you know, I would agree with that just because they've showed like that's kind of what they do, but the Rays do the same thing. I know. And, and like I said, the Yankees scare me. So I don't know where the value is there necessarily, um, but I think you start to look around and say, okay, that's the race you have to decide. If you have confidence in one of those teams over the other two, there's definitely some money to be made there in terms of betting against, you know, you're not just betting on that team, you're betting against the other one. By the way, nobody would have had this before the season started. The Red Sox at this point are minus 550 to make it. It's crazy. Just to make the playoffs. And so they have been, it's like they're the Giants. Giants with another win last night against the Dodgers. And a, a, a come from behind win where they trailed late, yep. found, found a way. And uh, that team just keeps doing it, too. How about this? A sign that the Giants won't go away. They were the first team to 50 wins, and now after last night, they're the first team in baseball to 60 wins. Crazy. And I thought this was the series where the Dodgers were really going to put some, take over, yep. overtake them and put some distance. Not happening. College football conference previews begin today with Paul Stone. He's going to join us coming up next. We're going to start with the Mac. Who does he like to win the conference? And which win total stick out to him?
you're looking if you're looking for a hot tip to bet on, Bet Rivers Sportsbook has you covered every day. Go to the Bet Rivers app or the website betrivers.com and find the game you want to bet on. Tap tips, T I P S, and you'll get instant research for the upcoming matchup. You can try it out for baseball, soccer, tennis, and a variety of other sports. And to make your experience even more rewarding, Bet Rivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one-time playthrough. Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. The offer is valid in Colorado. Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. It's also available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21 to play. The great Paul Stone joins the program now. Uh, two segments today. We're going to preview Conference USA coming up in about 10 minutes. And the Mac right now. And by the way, this is something that we're going to do with Paul every Thursday around this time leading into the college football season. Good morning, sir. Uh, we love having you on. And uh, thanks so much for coming on to do this again this year. Oh, I'll tell you, I love it. We're just, you know, we're closing in on uh, on college football season, Mitch. It's uh, July 22nd, and we're going to have games uh, late next month, so let's get after it and get ready for another great college football season. When do you start your work on college football? It is insane how much you do. How, how long does that take you? You know, it might not always look like it, Adam, but I think a better question is, uh, when, when, do I, when do I stop? You know, I'm, I'm always <laughs> consuming some college football information, but Really, my work starts in, at some level, I start getting into it you know, pretty much around March 1st, about the time spring practice starts at a lot of schools. And then certainly once the NCAA basketball tournament uh, is over, then I really take a, a complete dive and focus into college football. So it's something I really love, still passionate about it after all these years, and uh, it makes it a little bit easier when you love the sport. We've gotten used to a lot of the movement, and I know that you know has to play into a lot of what you do, who goes where, and what what kind of an impact that's going to have. But this year, we also had like certain seniors weren't finished. Some decided to come back. Some didn't have to come back. Like you're allowed to if you wanted to. How much more difficult did that make the process? Just having that uncertainty of who's leaving and who's not. I tell you, it's a very difficult the the transfer portal and then the the so-called super seniors, <laughs> uh, the NCAA, as you. Uh, indicated there they gave uh, players last year the ability not to use that year of eligibility if they so chose so you got a lot of guys coming back that uh, would not have normally come back under typical circumstances you got to figure out ho- who those players are uh, it's a never-ending process I think overall that benefits the the group of five or the smaller schools a little bit more so because a lot of those schools got a really high percentage of players who would have graduated returning for the 2021 season. So it's just, uh, you know, it gets more and more difficult, and now you have to kind of see what impact that name, image, and likeness is going to have yeah. on the handicapping process. That's another element. So uh, it's just uh, it's a changing sport, and it's just going to continue to change the next few years. No question. So what we're going to do every week is uh, you're going to give out a win total or totals that you like per conference, and then a team that you like to win the conference um, throughout the year. Okay, so then let's begin with a regular season win total that you like in the MAC. Which team stands out to you, Paul? You know, I'm going to look at the, the Northern Illinois Huskies, Mitch. You look at their uh, coach, uh, Thomas Hammock. He's now entering his third year there in DeKalb, Illinois. Things really hadn't gone well uh, for uh, Coach Hammock in his first two seasons. You know, first of all, looking back at the truncated 2020 season, Northern Illinois went 0 6. Didn't win a single game in its uh, its six contests. Lost those six games by an average of 14 points. Looking to the 2021 season, they're extremely young on both the offensive and defensive line. 
their quarterback most likely looks like it's going to be transfer Rocky Lombardi. Uh, and we remember Mr. Lombardi from his three seasons at Michigan State. Completed 40% of his passes there for the Spartans. Threw 11 interceptions, or threw 11 touchdowns rather against 20 interceptions in his career there. So not, you know, not exactly an adept uh, passer. You look at the Huskers this season, be favored home against FC. That might be, uh, you know, the only game they favored in all year. And that game's not even a gimme. Uh, the Black Bears, the years ago, Georgia only beat by eight points. So not uh, just a tap in for the Huskies. You know, the goal you make any is to win. You always ask yourself, what's it going to take for me to lose this ticket? Would take five victories uh, by even Illinois to lose. I don't see four wins for North Illinois this, you know, this season. Minus five. You look at Thomas Hammock again, four and thirteen straight up his first two years versus FBS opponents. I'm going to take Northern Illinois under four at minus one twenty-five. Okay, very good. So we'll jot that one down. What about in terms of uh, teams to win the conference that you like, Toledo? Uh, around plus 350, along with Ball State, same number at the top, Central Michigan in that 450 range, but you're going to go down the board a little bit more than that, correct? Yeah, I'm going to go down. You know, first of all, the the MAC for me, and it might not be for everybody, but it's always a fairly difficult preseason handicap from my perspective. It's difficult to get a, a grip on, and now again we're coming off the COVID-shortened season. Uh, you know, in this particular conference, no team played more than six games. A couple of teams, Ohio and Miami of Ohio, only got in three games. So, uh, you know, you didn't, don't have a whole lot of data from last year. But I'm going to go down the board. I'm going to look at the Western Michigan Broncos. They're at plus 800. Uh, you've got one of the top quarterbacks in the league there for Western Michigan, and Caleb Ellaby uh, threw for more than 1,700 yards as a true freshman back in 2018. Uh, Western Michigan does have to replace its top receiver, Dwayne Eskridge. Uh, he was a second-round pick of the Seattle Seahawks this past spring. Defensively, that's where their problems are. They returned 12 of their top 13 tacklers, 10 starters, but the Broncos gave up an average of 38.4 points a game their last five games last year. They have to get better there. Uh, but at those, you know, at those odds, uh, I think there's a, a lot of teams, again, that could win, a lot of teams that are relatively even. To win the conference, I'd recommend Western Michigan at plus 800. Okay. The uh, uh you, there's Western Michigan is one of those teams uh, in the West, and the MAC is like the NBA, right? Where all the good teams are in the West Division uh, in the MAC, so it's kind of weird. Uh, but if you if you look over on the other side, you've got some teams that I don't think are anywhere close to as good as those teams, but maybe have a shot because they can kind of finagle their way through the division a little bit. Like any interest in a team like Ohio or Miami of Ohio to to be able to win the East and and go into the championship game. And we got like thirty seconds here, Paul. Yeah, I mean, Ohio, you know, Ohio, Kent State, Miami, Ohio, uh, in the MAC East uh, are all contenders. Uh, they've all got uh, quarterbacks back. You know, Miami, Ohio's got Brett Gabbard, who uh, led them to the league title back in 2019. Uh, Kent State has Dustin Crum, uh, the most athletic quarterback in the league. So certainly, you know, I, I could take a look at the, any of those three schools uh, there in the East. But like you said, most of the strength in the conference is in the Western Division. Hang tight, Paul. We're going to preview Conference USA coming up next. By the way, Brazil with a goal. 1-0 they lead over Germany in the 12th minute in uh, men's soccer going on right now. Uh, Paul's best bets in Conference USA. And what should we make of this Texas-Oklahoma 
looking into joining the SEC story. We'll ask him coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. time to put on your lucky pair of Crocs and channel your inner fortune teller because your prediction might just make you $10,000 richer. The Crocs Hoops uh, Draft Prediction Challenge is coming and dare we say free to play on DraftKings.com. If the odds are in your favor, 10 G's could be yours. You can learn more at DraftKings.com slash Crocs. That's DraftKings.com slash Crocs. As we continue here talking college football with Paul Stone, we'll get to uh, his picks in Conference USA coming up in a second, but you are in the heart of Texas you follow this program, we follow all programs, but you're right there, obviously close to uh, the Longhorns and their program, Paul. And uh, this story leaked out yesterday that, uh, you know what, Texas and Oklahoma, they may want to sever ties with the Big 12 and join the SEC to make it the first ever Super Conference with 16 teams. Then I saw this last night that uh, sources uh, close to Texas are telling outlets that they'd be willing to get rid of the Longhorn Network. Like, how realistic is this uh, idea of happening where Texas and Oklahoma could actually go to the SEC? You know, I'm I'm not a guy who gets caught caught in recency bias or you know the the next big thing in the story. Uh, we all kind of get in traps sometimes, and we let our imaginations kind of run wild. But I think, Mitch, this is going to happen. I, I think it's absolutely going to happen. Uh, Texas is losing recruits 
right and left to Alabama, Ohio State, uh, other teams throughout the country. And I think the feeling is, and I think it's at least somewhat correct, that if they had SEC affiliation, if they were in the Southeastern Conference, they might be able to keep some of those recruits uh, that they are losing to outside schools and Texas A&M for that matter. So I think it's going to happen. You've got Texas, the fourth all-time winningest program in college football. You've got Oklahoma, the sixth winningest program in college football all-time. So you've got two jewels uh, in the next reshuffling of college football. We've had some major changes in the sport the last couple of years, the transfer portal, and now even more significant just earlier this month, uh, the uh, start of name, image, and likeness. And there's about to be uh, a shuffling again of teams where uh, we have maybe 40 or 50 teams that branch off and form a super division. I have no doubt that that's going to happen. Last time when things got reshuffled, the Big 12 got left behind. Uh, they weren't reactive, you know, they or proactive, rather. Uh, they got uh, Texas didn't have anywhere to go, and, and, and Big 12 got uh, criticized for that. And I think this time they're going to get out in front of it. And some people are saying even as early as next week that Texas might let the Big 12 know uh, that they're headed to the SEC. Well, I mean, you're, I think you're starting to get at it there, but is your sense that the rest of the Big 12 schools start looking for uh, places to jump ship, or does the Big 12 start snatching up some other schools and trying to solidify itself by making itself uh, relevant with some additional uh, teams there? Yeah, that, that's a great question, Adam. I, I think they have to, at least initially, try to attract uh, some schools that have expressed interest in the past. You know, University of Houston, right off the top of my, my head, is, is an obvious Schools like Memphis and Cincinnati, you know, might be schools that they go after that have some uh, attractiveness there. But I think once the, you know, the, you know, the cards start falling, so to speak, they're going to have to start the, trying to pull people in. So I think it's going to be a tremendous shift, and it might be a seismic shift and reshuffling of the deck as far as conference alignments in the next few years. So, Paul, I saw this tweet from uh, Kirk Bowles last night, Austin American Statesman columnist he tweeted out that uh, he's told A&M and Missouri would be a hard no imagine that huh two teams that actually you know went from the Big 12 to the SEC like nine years ago now they're saying no and he pointed out that only two more would be needed to block an invitation to Texas or Oklahoma but uh, you're saying that everybody else would pretty much be open to it you think well I, I'm, I'm not sure that you know that's the wild card and I, I'll say this too okay. Kirk, great columnist but they only if uh Texas and Oklahoma would have to have at least 75% of the membership. So at 14 schools, they've got to have actually the approval, a yes vote from 11 schools. So if A&M and Missouri vote no, which I think a and is absolutely going to vote no, Greg Sankey, the commissioner of the SEC, might convince Missouri otherwise. But, you know, they could only stand one other no vote to get in. You know, they would need 11 of 14. So, uh, you know, Texas A&M's athletic director, uh, Russ uh, Bjork has said that he will uh, do everything he can to protect uh, his school. So they wanted to get away from the University of Texas. They want to be the only school from the state of Texas in the SEC. And right now, really, the only advantage that A&M has, the primary selling point they have over the University of Texas in football, is SEC affiliation. And if Texas gets that same affiliation, then that's gone. So I think A&M will fight it tooth and nail. I think the AD, and he's doing his job by doing this, he's going to be uh, lobbying other schools, you know, people that he knows in the conference, and be lobbying them uh, about all the ills that Texas will bring to the conference, and he'll be trying to get some no votes on his side to keep Texas and Oklahoma from entering the conference. Yeah. Be careful, A&M, because I think they're more likely to kick you out 
than than stopping Texas from coming in. <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting. It will be uh, it's amazing. This time yesterday, we didn't know anything about this story. The Houston Chronicle broke it uh, yesterday afternoon, and and now you know it's it, it might move very very quickly. Uh, but I think you know these these conferences know that that this shift again. There's going to be some realignment. And Texas and Oklahoma might be the two biggest plums out there. So I think uh, I think we're going to have some news uh, here pretty quick. And I really think in the end, I think Texas and Oklahoma will end up in the Southeastern Conference. Paul Stone, our guest. Follow him on Twitter. He is at Paul Stone Sports. Okay, let's get into uh, Conference USA. First here with a win total. Old Dominion is uh, available at 3.5. The over is minus 125 in that neighborhood. Under is plus 105. How are you attacking this team with their win total, Paul? Yeah, I mean, you look at the the Monarchs, first of all, they were one of only three FBS teams last year out of 130 uh, that ultimately elected not to play football uh, due to the COVID uh, epidemic. The year before, in 2019, Old Dominion only went 1-11. Their only victory, 24-21 over Crosstown Rival and FCS School, Norfolk State. Uh, Old Dominion was a 27.5-point favorite in that game, only won by three. Uh, went 1-11 and 11 again in 2019. You look at Norfolk, too, just to kind of put it into perspective, they were not a top-shelf FCS team uh, in 2019. They went 5-7. and seven. They lost to Coastal. They lost to Montana State. They lost to North Carolina A&T. Lost to all of those schools by 35 or more points. Uh, now you look at this season, ODU obviously doesn't have the advantage of playing any games in 2020. They returned just a total of 10 starters, only three on defense have one of the least experienced teams in the entire FBS. They're going to be favored, will Old Dominion at home in week two against FCS Hampton. But that might be the only game all year in which they're favored. Uh, I just don't see them getting to even three wins this year. Uh, You know, I think this is a good play, get plus money, uh, take under on Old Dominion this season. Okay, I like it. Very good. Uh, How about a team to win the championship this year in that conference? You know, I, I like this University of Texas' San Antonio team. I think I'm seeing them uh, at plus 350. Uh, they're a team that may return more overall experience than any team in the entire FBS. They welcome back their top 14 tacklers, their top four quarterbacks, their top six running backs, uh, six of their top seven uh, pass catchers have 122 uh, returning starts on the offensive line, all five offensive linemen back. Uh, you look at their numbers, they claim 71 returning lettermen and 21 out of a possible 22 starters. So a lot of returning experience there for the Roadrunners. Have one of the better running backs in the group of five and definitely one of the better names, Sear McCormick. Uh, he's gained over 2,400 yards in his first two college seasons there in San Antonio. You look at their head coach, second-year head coach Jeff Trailer. He was a very successful high school coach here in the state of Texas. Uh, before Charlie Strong hired him at the University of Texas back in 2016. He later coached at both SMU uh, and Arkansas as an assistant before getting the uh, UTSA job. But I like this UTSA team to win Conference USA at plus 350. Very good. Okay, so that's a play. Under an Old Dominion at uh, 3.5 plus 105. And for those just tuning in, we talked about the MAC in the first segment and uh, your plays in that conference, Western Michigan at 8-1. to one. To win it, and uh, Northern Illinois, not available, by the way. You can't bet it if you're in Illinois, obviously. But in other states available, you like Northern Illinois under four as well. 
Absolutely, yeah, I like that. I like both those uh, totals for uh, Old Dominion and North Northern Illinois to go under. Sure do. Uh, real quick in CSA, am I crazy for taking a shot at Florida Atlantic? They had a good defense last year. Offense struggled. They brought in a bunch of big-name players on offense as transfers. Yeah, you know, I'm a little bit, I'm not uh, maybe as bullish on Florida Atlantic as you are, uh, Adam. You know, they could be uh, Marshall's chief competition there in the East. But Willie Taggart, he just kind of scares me. <laughs> uh, you know, the house last year, they lose their final three games of the season, uh, all by double digits to Georgia Southern, Southern Miss, and Memphis. Taggart against the spread his last 46 games, 18 and 28 against the spread. So if you faded Willie T over that 46 game stretch, you're 61% to the window. Uh, I'm just not a big Taggart fan. Uh, I, I, I kind of, you know, that's very difficult to assess that division again. Like a lot of these divisions, uh, I would kind of lean to Marshall maybe a little bit with new coach Charlie Huff there in the East. But I'm not maybe quite as high on Florida Atlantic as you are. And follow him on Twitter again at Paul Stone Sports. And by the way, subscribe to his podcast available now, the Paul Stone Sports Podcast as well. Does a great job previewing the upcoming college football season. Um, very good. Very sharp on this sport, obviously. Paul, thanks for the time as always. Love talking to you. Man, great being with you guys. Uh, Mitch and Adam, y'all have a great week, and we're getting closer to college football. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, we are. How about that? He is, uh, by maybe as early as next week, we could have news of, you know, Texas and Oklahoma saying, yeah, adios to the Big 12, and we're going to eventually land in the SEC. I guess, I mean, they may as well. I mean, it's it's coming. It's happening, right? At some I mean, point. It's going to happen. It is it, going to happen, yeah. And we're going to see, like I, I think we talked about it yesterday, I, I see just two level, the two levels of college football splitting up, I, you know, Power 5 and Group of 5, and we'll yeah. see which of those Group of 5 schools can get invites into the big conferences before uh, it all breaks up. What I'm really intrigued by is potentially Texas and Oklahoma saying we're out, and then SEC voting no. And then them just being left like, uh, hey, Big 12, well, we're coming back. Do you, uh, the SEC, though, some of those other programs, like a memo is going to be sent, an internal memo is going to be sent out. Can you imagine Vandy is like, no, no, we don't want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, too bad. You, you vote no? <laughs> Bye-bye. You're going to get pushed out of the league. Yeah. Uh, we'll recap what you need to know from the sports betting world last night. There was a 20, always be shopping. There was a 24-point middle available. Details on that coming up next. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This 
is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.